When I say the word honour, what comes to mind? Some of us might think of a judge with the title Your Honour, I object! And some of us think of the smartphone brand. And some of us may think of the word Respect, y'all. I respect, you respect, we respect, yeah. I respect, you respect, we respect, yeah. Well, for me, I immediately cast my mind on the Colosseum. With the gladiators theme, and the crowds roaring, and the men fighting for glory and honor. And not forgetting Mulan. You will bring honor to us all. What really is honour? Well, in the Merriam-Webster dictionary, honour is defined as a good name or carries a good public esteem, a showing of usually merited respect. An honourable person is usually someone revered and highly esteemed. In a way, to honour someone is to put someone above yourself. And in a coach and coachy relationship, it is important that there is a mutual amount of honour for one another. Just as the coachee honours the coach for helping them move towards their desired outcomes, the coach also honours the coachee by giving them their all and acknowledging the coachee's accomplishments. In this Raptorial 25 about honour time, we'll be exploring the five strategies to honouring life and I'll be sharing my three takeaways from this. First of all, these are the five strategies. Number one, minimise threats and maximize rewards. Number two, navigate our social brain. Number three, nurture our emotional agility. Number four, advocate trust over doubt. And number five, facilitate reflection and insights. My very first takeaway is to navigate our social brain. And to put it simply, we are all social beings and our social brain learns how we should or should not interact with another person based on what we observe and learn. We don't get it right all the time, hence it is really important to consciously lead the social brain to practice the value of honouring our coaches. Not only will this, over time, help us treat coaching sessions as more than just something transactional and focus on the relationship, it also helps our coachee potentially mirror the value of honouring each other from us. My second takeaway is learning to nurture our emotional agility. This term, which was first coined by Dr. Susan David and Christina Congleton in a Harvard Business Review article published in 2013, and now the title of the number one Wall Street Journal bestseller. In her book, Dr. Susan David shares this revolutionary approach called emotional agility and how it helps us navigate life's twists and turns with self-acceptance, clear-sightedness, and an open mind. Why is emotional agility so important? Well, let's hear it from Dr. Susan herself. The conventional view of emotions as good or bad, positive or negative, is rigid. And rigidity in the face of complexity is toxic. We need greater levels of emotional agility for true resilience and thriving. In a coaching relationship, rather than forcing a sense of false positivity and denial, 
Instead, let's learn to lead coaching sessions by embracing authenticity and acknowledging each other's identity, role, state, and also effort. This is how we can honor one another. Finally, to always advocate trust over doubt. This goes both ways. And as a coach, this means trusting that the coaches is fully capable of making good choices. I like that a coaching relationship is more alike to a partnership where accountability is practiced and not so much just a top-down micromanagement relationship. Yeah, and that's why trust is important. That way, both coaches and coaches encouraged to take ownership of their commitment and action. And this goes beyond the coaching relationship. Isn't trust foundational in every relationship, whether informal or formal? Yeah. Well, that's it for today. This is Webtorial25. Thanks for listening and I hope you've learned some new insights about honor. Stay tuned for the next one. Take care, stay safe and bye.